Well, well, well. Look who it is. Drifty gal. Girl who had the Driftyland podcast posted to it all the time. Left North Carolina and did not post again. Oh, wait, no, I did post. I posted in June. That's seriously the last time I posted on this podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, it has been a while, as I just mentioned. It has been a long time since I updated uh, the Drifty Land podcast. And people that listen to it all the time and gave me really good feedback, I'm sorry if I let you down. But I hope that after listening to this, uh, you'll gain some perspective on why I kind of fell off the grid for a while, because it has been a time. It has been a time. Uh, Let's start with where I left off. I'm pretty sure the last time I posted something on this was June. Good God, I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) It was June of uh, 2019, so, you know, like, that was more than seven months ago. Um, I posted when I was in London, and I had been talking about how I was doing this whole, like, you know, figure myself out, out in the wild kind of thing. Uh, I left Wilmington. I had left Wilmington, I mean, and I had gone away um, to England, and when I was in England, I... um, went to uh, Poland, and I went to Ukraine, I went to Edinburgh, and all this stuff, and, um, you know, having a great drifty time, Uh, and the next stop was a writing workshop um, (laughs) in New York, Um, and I'm going to tell you guys something that I have have not told many people before, because it sounds weird, it's like one of my hippie things, Um, before I left for New York, um, I, or maybe it was even before, when, when was this, man, I'm trying to remember, Maybe it was before I went to England. I wrote this, like, list of things that I wanted. um, And I did it with a friend of mine. And then, like, we both made lists and we, like, burned the lists. And everything on her list happened, like, really quickly, which sounds crazy. But, like, most most of it did. And we don't really talk as much anymore. So I don't know if it kept happening or not. But, like, her stuff happened right away. And mine just, like, didn't. And I was, like, kind of pissed about it. (laughs) I was like, are you serious? Like... I made this list, you know, why, why is all of her stuff, like, coming to fruition, and mine isn't, and I don't, I don't remember a lot of what's on it, but one of the things that I wrote on it was that I wanted to move to New York, and then the other thing that I wrote on it was that, it was just Adam Driver, like, 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 I just wrote the weirdest things, um, you know, all this other stuff, so that was, like, the last time that I really sat down and wrote down what I wanted, even if it didn't make sense, um, so, you know, after I left Wilmington, um, and went back, went, came up to New York for my writing workshop, um, I honestly had some serious doubts about being in New York, um, part of me had really wished that I'd stayed in England, um, and I, I can't really explain why, but I just felt like I was at this crossroads where I could have stayed in England, um, and found a way to live, like, move there, um, So I could have done that in my mind. This is what I was thinking. I could have done that or I could just go to New York and see what happens. And since I'd already paid for the writing workshop, um, that's what I decided to do was to go to New York. But my first week in New York, I had some doubts. Um, I just like had this, this like crazy manic vibe the first week I was here. And 
I was like, I just don't know if I made the right call, you know, um, I just didn't feel as like loosey goosey as I had when I was in England. Um, so I was having some serious doubts and then, um, I, two things happened, two things happened. The first thing that happened was I went out on a date with a guy, um, that I knew through the same friend that I made the lists with. Um, she had known him in college. I had actually connected with him like two years before that on Facebook, um, when I was single way long ago and we had just like kind of like conversed a little bit and that was pretty much it and we didn't talk again and then I started dating someone and he started dating someone too so there wasn't a reason for us to talk um but he lives in New York um so he saw that I was coming to New York um and was here for the summer and he also saw that I was planning on going to Jordan. Like that was one thing that I decided when I was in um, England was I was going to take a trip to Jordan in the Middle East. Um, and he's been in Jordan many times um, for work. He works in like archaeology. And uh, <laughs> so he like right away was like, you know, do you want to like go out and get coffee or, so- or meet up or something? Um, well, no, I think what he said first was if I had any questions, I could ask him. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I like, just didn't like say anything to him for a few days. And then I was like, okay, I gotta, get, I gotta hit this guy back. Um, and I was kind of trying to play hard to get a little bit. Cause I do that. Um, but I, I got back to him and I was like, uh, do you just like maybe want to grab like coffee? And I felt like so brave in that moment because this guy was really attractive and I was very attracted to him just by his like photos and just his like aesthetic his like life aesthetic. Like, lives in New York, works near archaeology, travels, like, seemingly attractive, like, I was really into that, um, it made me really nervous, so I felt very brave being like, you know what, just, I'm just gonna ask him to get coffee with me instead, and even if it's just, like, a cool friend thing, it's something to do, and I don't really know anyone here yet, so I did that, and he, like, got back to me, and he was like, how about drinks, and I was like, oh, shit, how about drinks, um, So we went out, like, seriously, like, right after that, and, um, it ended up being our first date, uh, unbeknownst to either one of us, ended up being our first date, like, I literally started dating Kyle from that night, and, like, haven't, obviously, have not stopped since, and it has been seven months now, god, that is so crazy to think about, um, so that was the first thing that happened was Kyle, the second thing that happened was, um, I went to see uh, this play in New York when I was first here called Burn This <laughs> um, with Adam Driver, Carrie Russell. Um, and I went to see the play and, you know, I, I, w- I was really moved by it. And I love theater and yada, 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 usual Melissa spiel. But um, there was a part of the play where Adam Driver's character sits down and pulls out a lighter and burns a piece of paper on stage and when he did it, he, like, made the, I guess, the choice, as actors will, to, like, look, kind of look out into the audience. And I was shook. I was like, dude, he was on my weird list that I burned. And there he is on stage, burning a sheet of paper and just, like, looking out into the audience. And it seems so silly, but those two things, I was like, you're here for a reason, you know. Staying in England, things probably would have worked out, but you're here for a reason and you got to see it through. So that's what I decided to do. Decided to see it through. Um, I stayed. I kept dating Kyle. I went to my writing workshop. Um, met some cool people through that. And 
then I traveled for a while longer, went to Jordan, you know, um, went to Spain, like did all this stuff, started another podcast. I know, I know I'm terrible. Um, did all this stuff and it started to occur to me that I, that my time at my job that I did love, um, had kind of ran its course and there was a few reasons for it and I'll never fully understand what happened with it and in, in my feelings but you know it just I just started to to think that I was gonna leave like I had this feeling like you're gonna leave this job you're gonna leave this job you're gonna leave this job and I tried to ignore it because I was happy so it didn't make any sense that I would want to leave this job and then like literally is the only reason why I've been able to travel but just got this like weird like feeling that I was gonna leave and then also at the same time like New York was basically grabbing me by the ankle and like trying to get me to stay and I felt like literally throwing me everything that I could want to get me to stay and I kept thinking that like New York is trying to get me to stay here trying to get me to move here it's you know and I'm like you're gonna have to give me more than just an attractive man (laughs) which that's great good attractive man but like you're gonna have to give me more than that and then gave me a job opportunity like I'd kind of applied to this job on a whim it was for it's for a film school it was for, for a film school here um, and a pretty big film school. Um, I don't want to like really go into the, the details of that though, just because obviously like I've, you know, I've talked about my previous job on here, but I haven't gone into crazy detail intentionally. And I want to do that to have those boundaries too. But, um, so the job like basically was to like write content for their website and, I, that's what I did at my other job, um, besides write blog content, and I was really good at it, so, or I felt like I was really good at it, um, so it was just kind of this, like, perfect job for me, and I knew that I was, like, you are the only person that can do this, and that sounds so dramatic, but just, like, the way they described it and what they needed, like, they even needed someone who went to film school, and I went to film school, and it was just crazy, so that worked out, and I decided to take it I was still really nervous because I was like, I'm going to have to give up like my like remote freedom and stuff and all that. And I didn't really know what to do about that. And I still have my house in North Carolina. And for, for God's sakes, my dog is still at my parents' house. Like my life was so dispersed and it was, this is the part where I hope you start to understand why I didn't post a new podcast. Guys, I was so overwhelmed and I still am. Um, you know, I know that on the outside, it might look like things like really fell into place for me and they have, but I've had such a difficult transition to my life here. Um, and I still am transitioning and I had such a difficult transition over the summer because I was like, I just feel like I opened myself up and said, okay, I want things to be different and I want to change and I want to figure out what I want and life literally threw everything it had at me and said, okay, well, here you go. Um, and I still, I'm still going through that. Like, I feel like all of my insecurities are heightened. All of my fears are heightened. Everything is heightened. So here I am like all the time later after accepting that job and moving to New York and I'm in a sublet now in Brooklyn and my best friend's living at my house back in North Carolina and I'm renting it out to her and, you know, Maury's still at my parents' house because I'm in a short-term kind of situation with the sublet, like all this stuff. So it's been, you know, a, you know, two, three months since I made the decision to move and the job has been going really well and I really love it. Um, I, I love, I, I like living in New York. Um, all that's been going well, but I, I don't know, something 
has felt so different to me and I have not felt like myself and that's why I literally have not been able to bring myself to record a podcast because I'm like girl you got to figure some stuff out before you start talking about it because I just I don't know I don't even know how to explain it I, I felt like you know that okay so I don't know I don't know if you know this person who's listening to this but last year I ran a half marathon in Hawaii um, by accident <laughs> I thought I was running a 5k, but I started at the wrong time and ended up in the wrong race. And there was this moment that I figured out that I was in the wrong race. So I was talking to one of the like people there and I was like, you know, I thought, you know, when, when does the 5k end? And he's like, uh, this isn't the 5k. This is the half marathon. Uh, you still have a ways to go. And that moment that I realized that like I was in a much longer race than I thought I was, was so like, oh my god, wow, cool, um, but also was this, like, unbeknownst to me, this, like, metaphor for my life, like, when I left Wilmington in May, like, I thought that I was in the 5k, you know, that I was going to come back in, like, two months, and nothing was going to change, my, I would still have the same job, and I would still have the same life, um, but I ended up in the half marathon, um, harder to run, longer, takes a toll on you, um, and I finally feel like I'm kind of coming out of that, but it hasn't been easy, and I feel like I haven't only been, like, relocating myself, I've been, like, really, really, really digging in to myself, and it has been, (laughs) it's taken a huge fucking toll, man, I'm not gonna lie, it's just been so hard, um, and there's been a lot of really good stuff, like I said, like, a lot of good stuff for me in New York, but, like, a lot of just, like, just a lot of like unknowns and I for someone who you know talks about being drifty like I'm occasionally not great with unknowns especially when I just feel like I don't have kind of all my ducks in a row and I haven't figured everything out yet I didn't expect to take this job I didn't expect to get it I didn't expect to find it I didn't really expect to move to New York I had thought about it I had wanted to and it's so weird when you ask for something you don't really expect to get it and then you do and you're just like what what now um So it's been hard, like, even though I've lived in New York, like, technically since December, mid-December, and I've been visiting New York, like, crazy before then to see Kyle, like, I, like, have not quite, like, I'm I'm embracing the city and, like, the whole city life, and it's, like, way different, obviously, than living in Wilmington, and, like, I told Kyle today, like, that it can be overwhelming, and I don't even mean that in terms of people or anything, like, I just, like, have so many expectations for myself and I feel like here they're just magnified like there's so much potential and because of that I feel paralyzed um yeah so I want to talk about that um the other thing I want to talk about um so I talking about how it's been like challenging moving and stuff um the other thing too is like I it has taken a toll on me just in terms of just anxiety, like, I have not struggled with anxiety for years, and for some reason, this summer, it has come back relentlessly for me, um, and I am looking to find someone to talk to you about that, because I know that this is something that, like, I need to probably work through with a professional, so if you are in a similar situation, I'd advise that you do the same, but, like, I just don't know where it even came from, but I think it probably triggers from uncertainties, um, and fears, and I've been, like, confronted with those, you know, in myself so much more now than I have been ever, so the anxiety has been hard, um, and I've kind of felt like I lost myself for a while, 
in that and just in all this change. Um, so this is the part where it sounds like hippie to being silly, but it's okay. Um, one thing that I also did while I was away that I didn't maintain was my hair. Um, if you've ever seen a picture of me, I've got like really short pixie blonde hair, but over the summer I decided to grow it out just because I was like, I don't really want to cut it, you know, when I'm away and keep up with it. So I was like, I'll just grow it out. So I grew it out for the summer, um, kept growing it out over the summer, uh, got into the fall and decided not to cut it. And then just, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to let it grow and like, I'll have long hair again and that'll be fine. I had long hair before. Um, what I didn't consider was that the last time I had really long hair, I was also going through like a weird move and a weird transition and was also not like completely secure in myself. So literally every time I looked in the mirror, I saw this version of myself that I had been years ago. And I took me so long to realize that it was contributing to the way that I was feeling, which sounds so stupid because it's hair, right? Like it doesn't really matter, but I guess when something's so ingrained in your identity, it really does. So I wasn't really sure I was like, well, I want to do something different. I want to feel better about myself and this and that. So I'm like, you know what? Um, I think I'm going to cut my hair again. And it was so funny because I, I still, I was still kind of having doubts about cutting my hair. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I'm just like chickening out on growing my hair out. And, you know, maybe I should just like come to terms with the fact that your appearance isn't everything. And like, you know, it doesn't really have that much impact on how you feel and all this, all this like stuff that I'm like, I'm bigger than this. Like, you know, so I was still kind of thinking about it. And, um, I, the week before one of my new coworkers had like, she was ordering stuff from Sephora and she was like, Hey, I need someone else to order stuff. So I get free shipping. So I was like, okay, I will. Um, and I ordered like mousse and like, you know, uh, like a hair spray or something or like whatever hair oil. And I ordered that and I was like, you know, this will help me feel better about my long hair. That's what I thought when I ordered it. And then within that period, I decided to cut my hair off. And the day that I had scheduled my pixie cut was the day that the hair products arrived to the office. And I was like, yep, this is a, this is a, this is the right choice. This is an indication that I'm making the right choice for myself. Um, so I went back and cut all my hair off again. And it was so funny. Like, I kind of see it, like, as, like, in that, in Star Wars, where, like, Darth Vader, like, they, they pull the chair up, and he's, like, sitting, and it, like, plays his, like, theme. That's kind of how I saw cutting my hair, like, after that. Like, it was, like, I walked out of the salon, and, like, the death march was playing, because I was, like, back, you know, and I felt much better, you know. I, obviously, a haircut is not going to fix everything um, about how you feel, but it did wonders. Like, I just felt light again. Um, I felt like before I was this like burned out matchstick missing a flame. And now I've got like that little flame back. Um, and it was so funny. Like when I was sitting there and they, you know, the guy was cutting my hair off and his, ironically, the hairdresser's name was Kyle. Um, he was cutting my hair off. Um, I looked in the ground and, you know, my hair had not been colored, uh, for a while. So all my natural hair had grown out, but like the tips were still blonde. And from that angle, like, looking down on all the hair that was cut off, it looked like this, like, dark shadow had been sucking away at my light. Like, like just the hair, like, the color. Like, how it was kind of, like, mostly dark with, like, a blonde tip. It just looked like something had seeped into me and was, like, sucking away at me. And, like, the only thing was that was left was this little bit of lightness. And I was, like, getting it back. And, yeah. So, I don't know. If you're listening to this and, like, you you have that kind of feeling that you're not feeling yourself, like, 
think about things like this because it really worked for me. Like, I feel a lot better with my short hair now. But like I said, that's not everything. Another part is like I've tried, I've been forcing myself to be hyper vulnerable and hyper aware of my feelings. And I've just learned that I have no capacity for my feelings anymore. Like, I can't do the same thing that I've always done. I can't stonewall. I can't push things down. I can't hide things. Like, it just doesn't work for me anymore. I used to do that all the time. Um, it just felt safer to me. And now, I don't know, I just can't. I don't know how to explain it. I just, like, it just makes me sick to keep those feelings in. So I am learning a lot about myself, and I have been learning a lot. And there are so many more stories and details about the past six-plus months of my life. But, you know, this is where I want to kind of leave it, is that I'm still here um, I feel different, but I feel different in a good way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. I've been going back and listening to some of these old episodes where I've talked and I just sound, I just, I sound like sometimes like I know all the answers, which is so funny because it was all in the past. Um, and that version of me, the one that is like on that constant quest to like examine herself and examine the world around her. And, you know, that girl, like that girl is the one that I feel like I've kind of lost. I'm really kind of trying to win her back, you know. Um, so a lot of this podcast now is, you know, this Drifty Land podcast is going to be me talking about those things and me just figuring things out here. You know, gal in New York, Drifty gal in New York, figuring it out. Making friends and finding cool coffee shops and writing a lot. Those types of things. Um, so I'll leave you there. I'm going to go grab a nightcap at one of these little hotty toddy local little Brooklyn bars. Little, little baby Brooklyn. Little baby hipster Brooklyn. It's going to go do that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really nice to be back with you guys.